We have some wonderful readings today, and the first reading takes me back to being a kid, and uh, it's one of those moments where you recognize priests are pretty much just normal people. I wasn't the biggest fan of prayer time. It just wasn't something I got along with. I would have much have rather been outside moving, doing stuff, running around, causing trouble trouble, but my mom would always make us like, all right, you got to go have your quiet time, got to go have prayer time. I was like, why? This would be one of the readings she talked about, like, listen, the Lord, he only speaks to you in the silence, which is very uh, true. The Lord, in his very normative way, it's in the quiet that he makes his voice heard, especially in this common age when we've got screens and distractions and music and conversation and friends and social media. We don't have a lot of time in silence, and there's, a, there's very important to make sure that each day we make time for silence. But to say that our Lord only speaks in silence, that's a stretch. That is definitely a little bit of a stretch. Just the other day, we had the transfiguration, our Lord making his divine self real in a way the apostles fell over. The gospel today, there's a storm, and our Lord is walking through the storm and be like, hey, I'm God. That's about as Hollywood as it gets. There's nothing small and quiet. That's a dramatic scene. It's an epic scene. Our Lord definitely works in huge ways. There's times in our life when he makes his will extremely clear to us. So that being in mind, what's, what is the point that the Lord is making to Elijah in our first reading? And brothers and sisters, if we remember just from a little while ago, we had the reading where uh, Elijah goes up against the 450 false, false prophets. And in that, the altar was made, he had the challenge, and he said, all right, let's see whose God is more powerful, whose God is real. And of course, the God of Israel, our God, won. And in that dramatic scene, Elijah's response isn't like, all right, now you see, you should join our religion, it's the true one. But he slits the throats of all 450 priests, which is a bit Old Testament, for me anyway. I don't know. That's a bit strong. Uh, I don't know how that would go over today. And shortly after this reading, our Lord then says, hey, you're going to anoint Elisha, which is something a prophet would do. But our Lord is putting him into an early retirement here. He's saying, I don't know. It's not really great for the brand awareness when you're killing 450 priests. That's not going to fly exactly. It was a, it was a, it was a bold response. Of course, Elijah was going for the truth. He was wanting the truth to get out there. He was wanting to fight for God and his people. But he went overboard. And our Lord is saying like, hey, yes, I'm in the powerful. I am omnipotent. I created the world and I can end it in an instant. But I'm also in the humble. I'm also in the quiet. I'm also in the peace. And brothers and sisters, as we continue through 2020, in which there's civil unrest and opinions on how things should be handled there, when we have COVID, and everyone has an opinion on how we should handle that, and we haven't even gotten to the election yet, and I don't even want to know what's going to happen between now and then, we should want to fight for the truth. We should want to build up the kingdom amidst that. But if it is being divisive, if it's disturbing peace and not allowing people to be brought closer to Christ, but separating that gap, it's not of God. Our Lord works in that subtle, peaceful, quiet building up of the church and our parish and our families and our community.
Now, brothers and sisters, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that we need to be pacifists who just sit back and stay quiet in our houses. No, of course not. But there's asking the Holy Spirit each and every day to, to aid us and, and building up and seeing Christ in the person in front of us, even if we disagree with them. Continuing that dialogue, being there for each other as we all go through this very difficult year. There's a distinct difference. And when division is taking place, that's not how the Lord works. So brothers and sisters, as we continue arm in arm, going together at everything this Lord this year is throwing at us, let us approach the Lord like Peter did in the gospel. Because even though he had that great faith to get out and to walk on water, he hesitated, he doubted, he stumbled, and he cried out to God. Brothers and sisters, as we go through this, it's going to be messy. It's going to get worse, and we're going to fall down. But it's in that moment that we say, all right, God, I messed up. And his hand will be right there. And together, only together with the help of the Holy Spirit and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, can we do this. But we can. And with his help, we will.